next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Canasher Chronicles podcast. I'm Russ, as always. Brendan Ertle, a little more depressed today, and I, I think I can speak for myself and Nate when we're both depressed about what's going on and what's trending in the Saints' direction, but we do have to talk about this. We do have to preview uh, the Seattle Seahawks in the game this week in the Dome. Um, yeah, it's it's been a rough couple of weeks. You know, Saints travel to London. Obviously, we all know what happened there. We all have our opinions on what happened, the officials, the quarterback situation, Um but yeah, the, the thing I'll say first is uh, I feel like I'm back in uh, 2021 with an injured quarterback, injured Mike Thomas. And then we have Von Miller out here saying that OBJ is going to visit with the Saints and Bucks. So now we have OBJ rumors, too. So, yeah, I, I feel like I'm in 2021 and I don't think it's the best feeling right now. I don't think there's that much to feel good about, man. I, I think we're at. The point, and of course, it's a really, really long season and a team that has a lot of pieces that, you know, when they do come together, I think have the potential to be something, but every week you lose ground and every week it becomes that much harder. The NFC is not good by any means. It's not uh, other than the team who has your first round pick, uh, but <laughs> it, it, it's hard Top to watch pick. now. We're going to hope hope that it evens out and we can make that pick a little bit worse or who knows maybe somebody will hire Sean maybe we'll hire Sean Payton back who knows I mean at this this point I have no idea I mean from what I've heard and hoped I don't think Sean Payton can stay out of football for two seasons I feel like he can barely say out of just a couple weeks so uh, at this point Sean please come back we we need we need your uh, we need your draft capital to get us back on track real quick um but what i'll say was is uh last year three teams uh and that were in the playoffs started one and three so that we do have that going for us it's not impossible and especially like you said the nfc not the strongest our division you know not the strongest tampa has been a little shaky uh, tom brady didn't practice stay with a shoulder injury and we're just one game back of being tired for first the NFC South, which is just crazy to think about. Everyone's two and two besides us, of course. Um, but the, the real issue now is we haven't played great football. The football we have played has been sloppy. The players that are out there aren't playing to to the levels that they should be. And now, like I said, we're back in the injury territory. Uh, injury report didn't look great today. Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas both didn't practice. Jameis Winston, haven't heard the best things about him. I mean, at this point, don't be surprised if Andy Dalton starts. Um, some fans will be happy. Some fans will be sad about that. But you have to admit that Andy brought something that kind of we haven't seen for a few weeks, and that's, you know, rhythm to the offense and uh, not read op- not read option plays. That's definitely not what he brings. And I don't know why you would ever call read option with Andy Dalton, but they did. It's It, w- it was a play call, and, and they called it. Uh, but looking from some of the other injuries this week, uh, Calvin Throckmorton did not practice. Uh, PG Williams did not practice. He's a new one. And for the love of God, 
Pete Turner with a chest injury did not practice. I saw him out there for like three to four plays. He probably had more snaps than that, but you know what? It's I'm, I'm going to be the bigger man. Uh, move on from that. I know I'm not the only one that's frustrated to see Peyton Turner back in the injury report. Um, the good things, Marcus May, Andrews, Pete were back. Uh, Pete had that concussion he missed last week. May missed, I think, the past two weeks with that rib injury. Kamara, also rib injury. He was limited. He was back. Missed last game. And Jarvis Landry was was one I was keeping an eye on because it felt like you know, he was questionable going up into the game in London. It felt like he wasn't really 100%. And he wasn't out there for as many snaps as he usually is. He was limited. Taysom was also limited. And Carl Granderson with an eye injury was full. Uh, so, yeah, rough injury report. And you're you're going back on your home turf. You're playing the Seattle Seahawks, which I think you should be favored in a game like that. But the sad thing is you just haven't played great at home these past couple seasons. Yeah, it, it, it's been a matchup that has – caused a little bit of a headache whether you've won or lost you know they won the last meeting uh and Demario Davis just had that absolutely incredible game they won 13 10 uh in Seattle on Monday night when it was rainy and gross and it won't be rainy and gross this time and it's not really the same Seattle team by any means you know they're red hot right now but not for the reason that you might have thought you know before Russ left for Denver you know a completely different scenario but Geno Smith has been at the NFC Offensive Player of the Week, he was 23 of 30 for 320 against the Lions. The Saints are not the Lions. Uh, let's get that straight. But but when you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, you're not. And there's a clear hot and a clear not in this situation. Amen. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it's a favorable, a favorable matchup. You're at home. It's Brad Allen is the head referee. So those fans that are looking to see the referee assignment, it's been okay. We're four and three in games that he's gone through. He throws about 11 penalty flags a game, which is good for us. The thing that sucks for us is most of those flags are false starts. Uh, So the offensive line who has been plagued by false starts might have a hard time, but you know, everything lines up, you know, this would be a big game if you can win it and, and and much less if you can win it in an authoritative manner. Uh, that could be season altering in some ways. You know, I hate to use that term this early in week four or whatever, but it, it could be, you know, that you get healthy, you get right. And you start to make all the naysayers, all of us look, uh, look pessimistic. Uh, but for now we're right. Uh, not pessimistic. So. <laughs> I, I will say that that last game against Minnesota, it, the players didn't want to say it. And I felt like, the reporter was trying to inch towards uh, an answer, but they were like, did this game feel like you kind of turned a corner a little bit of, because the past few weeks have just been not great football, not great offense, inconsistent defense. It felt like this game was more of like, when we received the the kickoff and we had the ball at 25, I had confidence that, you know, we could go down and get some points for the first time in a long time. And I think that's, that's a good thing. And if, whoever starts a quarterback and if it's Dalton, if it's Winston, I think they did find a little bit of momentum. Of course, a big part of their momentum, Latavius Murray. And we went through this on Saints Twitter for a whole like 40 hour period. He's not with us anymore. He got stolen from us. Uh, A lot of people were upset that there was no way that we could keep him. And just the way the NFL operates, 
if you're on the practice squad, it's almost like you're a free agent on day to day. You kind of get to choose where you want to go. And the Saints did offer Latavius a, a deal. It'll be on the 53. Uh, but obviously you take you take the bigger role. And that's in Denver with uh, Javante Williams going down. So uh, going to be interesting to see, you know, who brings the juice this week. If it's actually juice, I would love to see that. But yeah, like you said, the Seattle team, uh, this was a game early in the season that you circled and be like, okay, this is a game where, you know, that's we can we can pencil in a W, you can write and pen a W just because of circumstances that they've been through with Russ demanding a trade and getting out of there. And uh, Geno Smith, you know, we played him last year and was not good. He, it was one of the first games that he played with them and just didn't look good. The offense didn't look good. The defense was kind of iffy. But this team, out of nowhere, seems to be good. And it's just bizarre to me that Geno Smith, in pretty much every statistical way, is outplaying Russell Wilson. I don't think that'll keep up full season. But just the fact that Geno, a backup, is outplaying Russell Wilson with a new system with great players. And you could argue that that Denver's team is a lot, a lot better than Seattle. But, you know, they played that first game and felt like they got their butt whooped so this is definitely not a game where you want to mess around this is gonna not gonna be a game where you can turn it over four times and win that's been a huge issue and Dennis Allen talked about a lot today they focus on ball security which is something you do like in high school and college you do like ball security circuits and I'm not against them doing that because it's been really bad it's felt like players have been trying to do too much because you know we've been lacking um but at the end of the day I'm just seeing now that Kamara said he's feeling great and ready to roll. So if you have Kamara, you got a chance. At the end of the day, that that's that's what I think. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier past this point. It, it just doesn't. And the rest of the season is going to be uphill sledding one way or another. You know, the Seahawks are in almost perfect health. They had three guys on the injury report. Uh, and we have three guys on the injury report on our offensive line, it feels like. <laughs> I don't think that's exact numbers, but – it, it, it's it's rough right now uh, and these are the, the times that make you as a team you know they make you or break you we'll see what they're made of this team should be fine and it has the personality and the character to be fine um a lot of it's going to come down to Dennis Allen and if he can rally the guys that he's got left to make an impact uh and if he can't he shouldn't stick around let's just say that for now obviously that'll be a discussion for later depending on how the next couple weeks go but Sean Payton left a Decent team, at least a decent team. Uh, and they have not been that thus far. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's frustrating is they do have the guys in the building. It just felt like they haven't been able to do it. And I hate saying this is a must-win game because I feel like everyone, every game in the NFL is a must-win game. You got to win every game. You got to go in with that, you know, urgency to win. But this, this is the schedule after Seattle. And this is what you kind of have to worry about. We kind of talked about, you know, preseason, the Saints, these first four weeks. If you could find two to three wins, you'd be happy. And we found one, and we barely found one. Like, it took a, a miracle for us to find a win. And, uh, you know, we probably should, have lo- probably should have won last week. Things didn't bounce our way. But after Seattle, you have the Cincinnati Bengals, who obviously were in the Super Bowl last year. The Arizona Cardinals, who seem to be playing good football one week, bad football next week, but nonetheless should be a tough game. You got the Raiders, who are one and three currently, but still are a very good football team. You got the Baltimore Ravens, who probably have the MVP candidate on their team right now. 
Yeah, the Steelers with a very tough defense after that. Uh, they just put in Kenny Pickett. We'll see what direction they go towards. And then you got the Rams and then the 49ers and then the Bucks. Like, that is a stretch. Let's see. One, two, three. That's like six, seven games where it's like, if you go 500, that's solid. And, you know, if if you can't find a way to win in Seattle, you're looking at maybe an early first round pick that we didn't want to lose that we talked about being in the twenties or later, that looks like it's going to be a top 10 pick. If you can't find a way to win early and often in this stretch. So the season's going to be defined over the next couple of weeks. You know, I haven't hit the panic button necessarily yet because I know what this team's capable of. And I feel like we're one of the only teams in the NFL that can beat anyone, but can also lose anyone. So, uh, any given Sunday, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, my panic button, it's in a glass It's in a glass case. I've lifted that case. I haven't pressed it yet, but I'm, you know, it's it's there and I'm thinking about pressing it. I'll wait till Cincinnati to press that button or not. But once I press that, um, not good. Not good. Yeah, yeah. When we hit that button, I, I think it's time to start worrying about the future of the team. Cause you know, you lost this first uh, and that sets you back a ways because you know, that's not only this year's contracts running out it's next year's contracts running out. Mickey Loomis is a genius. Don't get us wrong, but uh, the drafting has not been great uh, in terms of health, especially uh, one might even call it awful, but, uh, and that's mostly focused on the defensive line and the holes there. But, you know, as a whole, we've seen kind of a step back. You were never going to recreate 2017, but you got to be able to fill the holes with guys that are going to be active every week, especially when some of your veterans are made of can't guard glass. (laughs) I don't don't want to go that far to say he's injury prone, but, you know, we're entering that territory where he has gone through some pretty bad injuries uh, these past couple years. And the last time we saw him play a real football was 2019. Now he has a, a toe injury that's going to keep him out. You know, whoever knows how long this this Seattle team is not one to mess with. And you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at kind of their their star guys right now. But the Seahawks are one of those teams where they're going to play young guys and force them to be good. And they have been. You know, a guy like Tariq Woolen's been really really good. Uh, other guys that have stepped up for them. You know, Jordan Brooks, their first round pick a couple years ago, and they kind of had a, a few running backs that they've went with. So, I mean, the main focus of this game is can you slow down DK Metcalf? Can Marshall Lattimore have a bounce back week? He obviously struggled last week immensely with Justin Jefferson. I think DK is more of a, I would say, a, a better matchup for, for Lattimore than Justin Jefferson just because, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying DK is slow, but he's slower than Justin Jefferson, and it's more of a physical matchup. So I hopefully, you know, I hope, hope – that that ends up in a better matchup but this is insane i'm reading right now that uh in man coverage this season geno smith is 21 for 31 292 yards four touchdowns zero picks 137 qbr that's the best in the nfl so i'm not i'm not saying that you know geno smith is back or anything but he's playing good football they are the hot team you know i don't know if i'm going to go as far as to pick the seahawks but I'm not going to discount anything because this is a young, good team. They're feisty. And, you know, I think the Saints need to bring back that mold of, 
when you play in the dome, you don't win because recent years it's been very, very poor play in the dome and the record in the dome hasn't been what it should be. So I want the dome to be one of the hardest places to play. You know, former players always are like, yeah, the dome was hard. Uh, the Chiefs is hard. But as a fan, I don't really have anything to cheer for if we can't score points. So, uh, yeah, brutal stuff. Yeah, it, it's hard. You know, you know, the crowd's still going to bring the, the typical New Orleans energy that we see week in and week out down there. But, you know, it gets it gets tougher and tougher. You know, we've been through worse, obviously. You know, you don't have to go very far back to see when the Saints were in a way worse situation with way less mm-hmm. talent. Uh, than what we're at now. Um, but, but you know, it's always hard to revert to the norm or revert past the norm. Uh, so we'll see how, how not only the staff and players handle it, but how fan base handles it. You know, uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch that dynamic. You know, a team that's consistently been ready to compete or competing, uh, maybe coming back down to earth a little bit. Uh, God, we hope not. But uh, like I said, there's plenty of time left in the season to see which way that goes. Let's end it with an over-under uh, segment of the show. Do the Saints score? Let's see here. Let's let's set a line. Do the Saints score over 21 points? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would love to say yes. And it kind of depends on the injury report plays out. If, if Dalton plays, uh, if MT doesn't play, I think – you know, we saw that core together last week. I think they're definitely capable of doing it. The the Seahawks defense, and like I said earlier, it's it's full of young players who are playing well. But I don't think it's better than the, the Vikings. Um, I, I'd hope so. Well, then my next question would be, can the Saints defense hold the Seahawks under 21 points? Yes. There we go. So um, you're saying that the Saints are going to win? No. i'm saying i think this game will be really close i i think it's going to be a little bit of a come down i think there's going to be a come down at some point for geno smith uh and and nothing obviously i'm other than when he plays the saints i'm kind of rooting for him because it's an awesome story right like if you can't not like the guy uh but but there it's time for a come down and i think the saints are due for a little bit of a bounce back especially in that secondary i think what you said about sean uh Marshawn and and in that secondary they're due mm-hmm. uh so so I think it'll probably be a three to ten point game you know in the end and I think both teams will probably be under 30. I think you know I think it's the Saints time to win to win a game and to make us feel confident I want to come on this pod and be like yeah that was a nice one I want to do that I haven't been able to do that this year and I think this might be the game that they can do it I want to see a you know, tomorrow Davis breakout game. I want to see Cam Jordan break out. I want to see these players that need to break out, have a good game, beat a team that they should absolutely beat. This is a game you can't lose. Um, and yeah, we'll just see on Sunday if if they can pull that off and who plays at quarterback. Um, if I had a guess right now, it'd be Dalton, just from all the bad things I've heard about Winston. So um, Dal- Annie Dalton, let's ride. You know what I mean? Annie Dalton, let's cook. So uh, that's all I got. You got anything else, Nate? Don't say that about our quarterback. <laughs> oh, what that slogan has done to Russell Wilson. <laughs> so don't, that don't was a downfall. That right to the flame and freckle. Oh, jeez. That is definitely something as well. 
Um, yeah, I, I will I will call him that if if he can win on Sunday. How about that? I'll I'll call him I'll that. I'll take it. I'll take the flame and freckle with the W. I'll Sweet, let's do it. Let's eat a W with with <laughs> flame and freckle. All right, we appreciate you guys' love and support, and we'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know?